0: Welcome to to Accommodation Secrets with me, Sally Kemba. This is the podcast where you get the on-the-ground experience that we're living and breathing with our service Accommodation Units. So you get to share our hacks and tips, our mistakes, so you can learn from those and thrive on our success. Good morning. So I was at the Mindset and Money event last weekend at Progressive and it was pretty awesome actually uh, so learned lots of different aspects of mindset and learnt lots of things about uh, practical uh, aspects so things like marketing things to take away to go and do and all the different things in between so i've got five key points but also within that i'm also learning um from profit first a book by mike McAllowitz and This is all about how to reorganise the finances of your business because, I don't know about you, but um, money and money management is not second nature to me. Hi there, Dave. Hope you're really well as well. It's just not second nature to me at all. I come from a background of being an artist and you never learn anything about business management at Art Uni which I think you should actually. And in view of people like um, Damien Hurst and lots of other successful artists uh, who've done brilliantly and amazingly well, they obviously had the right money mindset. And there's a lot of issues to do with um, art and money. And I was touching to my daughter about this because she's actually going to art uni to do fine art painting. And I think artists take on board a lot of things that are said in society if you like so people people say uh, you know uh, money that's made by artists is uh, artists selling out for example artists only make money um, when they're dead that kind of thing and I've taken a lot of that on board so I know money mindset work that I can do and am doing is really valuable to not only myself but to my whole business, my whole family and our goals for our legacy. So getting back to SA, um, if you are in service accommodation already you will know that you have high income but also you have high overheads as well and it's all about creating the balance between the two. So You've got the income generated by guests staying at a nightly rate rather than a normal rental rate which is your monthly rent. And then you've got high overheads because you fully service the property so it's cleaned after every stay immaculately so it's completely um, sparkling clean. The team are there at the moment early because it's so hot at the moment, hi AJ, hi Danielle. with a with a normal rental property you don't do that, you know, you might clean communal areas in an HMO but if it's a tenant they're completely responsible for the cleaning and I guess at your inspections or the end of six months you're going to find out what state the place is in. Whereas landlords have an amazing uh, advantage with SA operators or if it's your own property, it stays in amazing condition the whole time. So you've got to pay for that, and you've got to pay for linen. You've still got all the bills that you pay because the guest gets a fully inclusive price for their nightly rate. So to start with a summary of what I'm going to talk about today with mindset and money and running your business effectively, the first thing is to give great service but charge enough. So that's all about providing value, but making sure your prices are high enough. Second thing is realize that there's everything inside of you that you need to create a business that actually works. And regardless of what's happened before, challenges you've had, you don't need to look externally to feel worth more or worthy of this. You've got everything inside of you to do this. Third thing is do marketing from the very beginning. So we've had uh, people say it's actually a challenge to find service departments or service accommodation where we are. Tells me that we're not marketing enough and so don't just rely on Uh, your Booking.coms and Airbnbs in terms of SA, but any business you're in, market from the beginning. As Jamie York said, marketing is the lifeblood of your business. The fourth thing is all about profit first and managing your money. And I'll go into five separate points within this, all about managing your money in your business so that your profits come in. And the fifth thing is all about having the end in mind so think about what you actually want to achieve with your business and thinking about how you can get there so whatever your end goal is overall know what you need to be doing in your business or businesses in order to get there so let's get started on that so the first thing is really to give a great service but charge enough so i've been talking to some guys recently about the balance between occupancy and profit and you can end up uh, with great occupancy but not charging enough for a nightly rate and i was talking to some guys so if you had a six month booking for example even a year booking and you'd agreed a rate that was too low this is going to cause you problems because you're kind of stuck so you really need to make sure that your cash flow forecast and your actual modeling of your data and real rates that you're going to offer to corporate agents and director clients who are longer term actually will make you a profit and make sure that you are actually charging enough for your property in any case so not to overcharge and profiteer but you know you're going to have competition in the area and you're either going to be higher end or lower end or somewhere in the middle so you need to make sure that you actually Um, aiming at the right market if you charge too low you can't really compete easily on that um for the longer term because that just becomes a you know a battle of prices and you end up discounting discounting and working um for cost or running the business for cost or even worse making a loss. and there's really no point in that so you need to charge a decent and fair rate but deliver above and beyond so give a really great service so that's not all about money yes it's going to be money to set the place up but it's also going to be the service you provide who you've got on board who's working with you to really help um, guests to really make sure the property so we've got apartments are looking fantastic Uh, if guests have queries to respond well and quickly, Um, any confusion sorted out, any errors um, deal with really effectively, maintenance, all those kind of things. So it's not just about the money itself, it's balancing everything. So yeah, that's it. So charge enough. And we also have winter rates and summer rates. So at the moment we're um, on our summer rates, and we have had requests for quotes at much lower rates from um, different agencies and honestly, it's just not worth our while and they're for longer bookings and Actually, I don't think we were available for one particular quote, but it was um, a winter rate kind of request and um, So when it's really busy in the summer um, Well, we're not going to do that. So we want to look after our guests but obviously we have to balance that with making money, looking after our team as well. And, uh, you know, making sure that while um, we've got plenty of business, we're not just going for the longer term just because it's easy. You have to balance it all. So second thing is um, realise that you've got everything inside you to make your business really effective and to make a success of what you do in life actually so one of the things rob moore was saying at the money event was that um a lot of the time if we're feeling like we're worth less than we really are or if we have confidence issues or if we're you know feeling anxious about our businesses actually we're looking for external factors like more money more external success and you're always going to have good and bad periods but actually everything we need is inside of us so all of our persistence and enthusiasm uh you know all of those things all our inner values are in there and they're really going to help us to actually radiate that out and we'll be confident in what we're doing and if we're confident in what we're doing then we really help our clients that way and make them feel like we know what we're doing. Whereas, if you um, get beaten down by things going wrong when you have challenges, because you always will have challenges, then you know you're you're going to make people feel less confident in you as the as the business operator or business owner. And you know, if you don't have belief in what you can do, then as Bob says, why would anyone else? And so just realize that the only point at which you fail is when you give up now that's not to say if you've got a business model that just on paper um looked like it would work and then in practice it ends up it doesn't work then make sure you've explored all avenues as to why it's not working and and how you can actually make it work and be really positive about that because There's always different things you can do, always different ways that you can improve your service in a cost-effective way, um, but you're not spending so much money, you're not getting the value back, so it's all balancing that. But you need to be really strong in yourself. So, actually, I have a list somewhere which I have left. Uh, I have many notebooks. don't have that one tan but essentially within us we have all of our enthusiasm we have confidence we have knowledge we have self-belief we have strength we have passion we have persistence we have resilience all of these things and i think actually that probably does cover them all but you There are more qualities that you can bring out that give you the upper hand and make you strong in yourself So no matter what happens you can rise above these things and work out how to solve problems that come up And there always will be problems and the great thing that Rob Moore was talking to us all about with challenges Is that they are Really there, sent by the universe according to jo- Dr. John Martini Um, so that we can deal with them and we're never sent a challenge by the universe that we can't deal with, apparently. Sometimes I have wondered, I have to say, it's like, really, universe? But actually, the more problems we solve, the, the better we get at solving problems and the more we're able to solve problems because whatever problem we've solved before, if we then solve a bigger one, we become better at it and the smaller problems become less significant. The other thing is that other people will see you solving problems and if they see that they're going to have confidence in you and your business as well. And it's going to improve your own confidence the more that you work things out, work through issues. And when things go well you can repeat those things and learn from those and realise that challenges are just there really to test you and to make you stronger. So. Maximum growth occurs at the borders of challenge and support according to Dr. John Demartini So rather like with kids, if you support them too much, they're not self-sufficient If you don't give them enough support, then they feel alone and unsupported And they might just need that extra bit of help. So it's a, a balance in there So the third thing is to do marketing from the beginning and i've done quite a lot of service accommodation training and honestly i wish somebody had really driven this home with me and it's probable that i was told this but really if you are new to sa i would say do your marketing plan at the very beginning because we did rely too much on the online travel agents and direct um uh, contact with businesses in our area networking and things like that done from the very beginning we've had an awful lot of direct bookings but i would say for consistency and rather like having a tap that you turn on and off with your marketing to have guests coming marketing from the very beginning is going to be the thing that you do and i have had clients who are in other parts of the country who said to me Finding service departments in Red Hill or houses is like finding a needle in a haystack. And you think, okay, there's marketing work to be done here. So that was really interesting to hear. And uh, it shouldn't be that way, should it? We should be everywhere. <laughs> we should be following you around, like booking.com or whatever it is you've been shopping for that follows you around on your computer and be uppermost in people's mind and make it easy because we're trying to make it the easiest path um, so the lowest resistance for people to book so if they've booked before then yeah just make it easy for them to book again and if they haven't booked before make it easy for them to find you and then follow through on that as well so i'm working with some different people on this and it really is an eye opener. things I've never heard of to do with marketing, like active campaign for one Um, and really how to improve things like my LinkedIn and Twitter and all that kind of um, social media um, the skills of which we really need to be proficient in and work out how to manage that whether you do it all yourself, whether you have somebody manage it for you but social media is absolutely huge in terms of what you've got to offer in your business and any other aspects of your business that you have. So I know a lot of SA operators also go into training. Um, You might go into staging or other aspects of the business that you really enjoy as well. So the fourth thing is to manage your money. So this is really interesting and I'm doing work with um, Dylan DeDeacher from Mad Millionaire, MAD standing for Make a Difference and that's working towards supporting the UN sustainable goals and so as well as working towards leaving a legacy for my family and also for friends and community in the UK, looking to actually create a much bigger difference and to support globally, it's a huge thing and Dylan has awesome structures for personal money management as well but with your business okay so we've always been taught to have money coming in so you've got your revenue from your sales and then you have your expenses they come off and you're left with your profit so that is the standard accounting method and according to Mike uh we've been doing it backwards all this time and he had this revelation. So I've just started listening to Profit First, his book, and started to apply some of the learnings because Rob Moore's always saying, pay yourself first. And it's like, okay, so that's your salary, but also in your business, put something into Profit First. So I've got five steps within this step about how to manage your business and your your finances. So just to start off with, um, this month our revenue so far is 14,000. We've got five SA units, not at the end of the month yet, but that's the revenue. So there are lots of overheads to come off that. And you could say, well, you've got to take them off, that's the only way of doing it. But Mike talks about the envelope system to start off with, um, his mother used and apparently a lot of people from his mother's generation used to do this and it's a bit like the JAR system that um, T. Howe talks about and That Rob Moore talks about in his book money so how you allocate certain portions of your money coming in to um, your well in Mike's case he's talking about profit and tax and uh, owners income, and that will then include payroll, and all these different things, I'll go through them in detail. So you actually allocate money. So the envelope system that his mother used, that is Mike, um, was organising things for um, each payment type that she had to make. So that would include uh, food, mortgage, fund money, um, holidays, in case of a rainy day, and community. So the envelope system that his mother used was, I'm just checking notes, so 10% food, uh, 50% mortgage, 5% fund money, um, 10% in case of a rainy day or emergency, uh, 15% holiday and 10% community. And so he said that meant that every month, no matter how much or how little his mother earned, she always had the money for each of those things which is brilliant, isn't it? But it may be that they were eating all of her favourite food if she's doing really well, or they were eating um, less expensive food um, if it was a slower month. So basically working with um, what she had, and obviously the mortgage always had to be paid, but there was always money there. And so setting aside money in certain pots like that means that you're always going to have that money available so say if you had a huge tax bill you would then have saved up some money for that in your business so the first thing that he's been talking about in his book is how uh, if you have income coming in the first thing is to make sure you had at least two business bank accounts so the first one would be all your money coming in and all your money going out but then it would be really good if you had a second bank account for that business and we happen to have two in any case so if you have the second bank account then any revenue that comes in you put one percent into that second account and that's just a gradient sort of starting point so he says don't delay, pull over at the side of the road, sort it out, get that second account and do it. So I've started doing that and that's quite interesting. So that's just literally a small thing to do, to put 1% of your revenue into that account. Hi, Julian, good to see you. Good to see you at the weekend as well. It was awesome, wasn't it? So that's just for starters. And he's saying that that's just putting a guardrail around your profits then. But then the second thing to do is to actually set up five foundational accounts so the first one is your income so it's all the deposits all of the revenue coming in the second one is for your profit and the third one is for um your pay and that would be for payroll as well the fourth one is for tax and the fifth one is operating expenses so he calls that op x and you'll pay all of your bills out of there so whatever kind of uh, business bank account you've got, um, it's a matter of setting up those accounts. That's the first thing. And what I haven't gone into just yet is the allocation amount. So you need to work out your percentages, how much you're gonna allocate of profit. So, you know, it's 1% for the gradient thing, but then increasing that to whatever works out as optimum. And I'll update you, but I haven't got any further than that stage but i'll just go on to the next thing so that was number three so the fourth thing is to set up two separate accounts in a different bank and one is for tax and one is for profit and these accounts need to be difficult to get to so don't have online banking with them but they need a facility to transfer back into your main accounts so your main accounts, the first five, would just be normal accounts where you can transfer money in and out. But the other ones, they're hard to get to. Hello, Pete. A cup of tea. Um, so that was Pete. Brought me a cup of tea, which is fabulous. So on the um, two, hard, two accounts that are hard to get to, they are in the new bank make sure it's separate and the idea behind this is that if they're out of sight they're out of mind because you're going to have to have the discipline not to break into those and the same with the other five accounts if you're setting up your allocations you're going to have to have the discipline not to mix up the money to allocate those amounts and put them where they are so mike Michalowicz's mum didn't break into the separate envelopes and that's part of what's going to have to be going on. So that really is as far as I've got at the moment and the next thing is going to be establishing the health of um, our business so it's going to be like your balance sheet. I haven't got that far I will be updating you on that but I literally started listening before I went to the um, mindset money event But it all makes a lot of sense and the whole idea came from Mike having businesses that were really successful but unfortunately what happened is he sold these businesses having never really sorted them out effectively he says. Um, And then he just spent all the money that he made from the sale so bought ridiculous cars and just spent all the money until it was all gone and so while he was in this really low point afterwards he figured well he was just like ruined but there was going to be a way back he'd find a way back and his daughter came down and um, with her piggy bank and um, basically broke it open and said dad we will find a way out of this and so he's trying to figure out a way And he was looking at diets and there's a diet that basically advised to um, when you have your dinner rather than having your normal large size dinner plate is to reduce the size of your plate because what we all tend to do with food or certainly i do um, is put loads enough on your plate so it looks like enough and also then eat it all so my mum is from a generation um at the end of um the Second World War in the UK, rationing carried on till 1954, so she remembers that. And also, you know, you've got starving millions in other nations. So if you don't eat all your food, you're in trouble. So if you don't clear your plate, you're in trouble. And um, so I used to get in trouble when I was little and um, once hid roast beef in a tin. That's another matter. But <laughs> I did. And so we're trained to empty our plates. It's really hard to leave food on your plate. It's a good discipline, actually, to make sure you do and you're still slightly hungry at the end of a meal. But the idea of having a smaller plate for your food gave him the idea of having a smaller plate, quote-unquote, for your expenses. So you have to manage those within what you've got rather than overspending. So there's a lot of resources online from Profit First. So I would do say... Um, do advise go and have a look at that and start listening to the book or buy the book as well but so that was only number four um in my life and number five is really to make sure that you do manage your cash flow so um and think about the end in mind for your business so that's two things I i said that in the beginning because pete and i got into service accommodation um for cash flow purposes and actually we didn't really think longer term so jamie york at the event was saying um actually you need to think about the end that you have in mind for your businesses and we should all be thinking he said that in 10 years we'd be selling our businesses so run them with that in mind so he said um, a business should be profitable because obviously you need to have accounts because why would anyone buy it if it wasn't Um, And also that you have an MD that would be running it um, And they would have potentially 60k salary and that is because you're not going to be there showing them what to do Yeah, you you have an operations manual, but that's what Jamie said So that makes a lot of sense because a lot of us run our businesses. So we maximize all our um, you know, tax advantages and so forth, so it could potentially look like you make a loss the whole time. So we're at the point where we're working with the systems for outsourcing guys and we really are working out our 10-year goals and chunking them down and, well, beyond that too. And how to get there, the smaller steps of how to get there. So that was one of the things we learned. You know, if you want to be a millionaire, a billionaire, earning X amount per month, how do you get there? And you can chunk that down. So manage your business according to that plan. And we're really working towards that. I mean, we've been um, receipts for in boxes type people for far too long. And we working with great accountants who are in the um, progressive community and getting all of our, um, you know, receipt bank and everything working now but never did before, even though we had 0 we've had zero for ages. Um, bless her, Sam, the accountant, was probably rolling her eyes, thinking, oh no. But um, getting much better at all that, and the better you get at money management, um, the more the money flows to you. So, a lot of us um, who've had um, money mindset issues, there are all sorts of thoughts that clank around. But actually, if you take practical steps to manage your money, then you'd be surprised what happens. The times I've um, gone into our accounts and looked at our revenue and our profits and then really just mapped out what's coming in when, really focusing on cash flow, that has often opened up the flows when before that we've actually had things like guests counsel for their own reasons, nothing to do with our, us in the SA business. And things kind of sometimes jam up and that will be directly linked to how I'm managing money, my mindset issues, what's going on in the business. You'd be really surprised how that can change and then suddenly, wham, you'll get a booking request, really long booking, you know, from nowhere. Um, so we've got six weeks stay at the moment, a month long stay in another apartment. We've got regular guests coming back through corporate agents now. And regular guests and um, bless him who stayed most weeks of last year's come back for the last few weeks as well. So uh, and all of these things, building up these things is the way to expand. So if you're planning to scale, think about, you know, the end in mind, what you need to be doing in your business to get there and what you ultimately ultimately need to have in your business in order to achieve these goals. And the profit that you need to have coming in. Um, because I've always been the other way around so you have your money coming in you take away expenses and then your profit is what le- what's left but honestly doing the other way around with the profit first I think is going to make huge inroads and huge difference as well while still offering and providing an awesome service and also you know we want to make sure that our team are looked after and remunerated well for what they do and um, we sorted that out last year with our cleaning team and that would be ongoing. And if they take on more responsibility, um, they get uh, more money. And um, with our VA, AJ, who's around, um, we weren't um, remunerating her sufficiently and we sorted that out. And you just have to have a fair exchange with people. And then, as I say, go above and beyond. So that's pretty much it. I'm just gonna summarize my five points obviously we had five points within that with the profit first but the first thing is to give great service um but charge enough so a lot of people if you're not confident with money you won't be charging enough um you may know well i've already mentioned i'm an artist but with being an artist because of the Uh, attitude I had towards money is like oh well I do too many things for free, not charge enough and all those kinds of things but people don't value things they don't pay for so it's really important to um, have your guests in SA paying enough uh, because the guests who pay the least often give you 80% of your problems, that's another aspect so you'll find that people who pay sufficiently uh, really value the service you give and they're lovely to work with second thing is realize that you have everything inside you to make your business work and challenges are there to serve you as well as being difficult when you get through them that's the best feeling and that's one of the other things Rob Moore was talking about you've never felt amazing just doing nothing it's when you achieve something awesome that you feel fantastic Uh, third thing is market from the very beginning. If you're at the start of your business, if you're not marketing enough now, then just do it. I have not focused on this nearly enough and it makes the world of difference. So do that. Uh, Find professionals who can help you, um, social media, digital marketing, all of those things. And there's a whole world out there that I just didn't know existed. So bringing people on board to help me with that because as one of um, our clients said, it's like finding a needle in a haystack in Red Hill for SA, so you just don't want that. You wanna be the go-to people in your area and for everybody to know about you. Um, fourth thing, so yeah, manage your money in a really efficient way and look at Profit First. I so recommend this. As I said, I've only just started on this, but it's really, um, twisting things around in my head, and I think it's gonna make a massive difference. So I would really recommend exploring that. And the fifth thing is think about the end that you have in mind for your business and where you want to get to. So think big, what's the legacy you want to leave? What difference do you want to make? And then work back backwards from that. So we have our service accommodation business, but also we have other property businesses and lots of other ideas so that's pete and myself hi candace good to see you we will see you soon and so work backwards from that as to what you need to be doing in your business now so on a weekly basis join an accountability group you know get mentored as well so i'm in the whatsapp accountability group that started out as Uh, start now get perfect later but it's now I'm worth more and you're all worth more guys seriously you all are we all have our unique offering that we bring to the world and um, I was talking to some guys the other day about SA different things that we are planning to do and I completely forgot to mention that on the walls of our service departments are my paintings and screen prints and that's actually something I've always done and I love doing and I love to inspire people with art or just you know make uh, it's a communication isn't it and I think art can be very uplifting and thought-provoking but I just didn't think of it before Um, and wasn't uppermost in my mind I don't know why but it's a kind of self-invalidation so all of the things that are great about what you do list them down and think about how they are manifesting in your business or how they can, because your USP, your unique selling point, is you and everything you bring to it and all of the ideas that you allow your team to bring as well. So thanks so much for watching everybody. I hope this is useful, I hope you've enjoyed it. It's certainly a journey for me and I will be updating you on the Profit First for sure. Awesome to see so many people, meet so many amazing people last weekend at progressive towers and uh oh one thing i didn't mention is i'm also on the market mastery um program with dylan um who i mentioned before and so we're meeting up on monday and next friday actually and that's a slow way of compounding uh your money and when i say slow you'll be thinking oh no (laughs) why does it have to be slow but actually slow and steady compounding Um, is exponential so i'm working on other things as well as the business so hook up with people who've got similar values to you and projects that you want to go into um, that really serve your values so i will end now have a great week and i will see you soon sharing the secrets of success